passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know, a little bit of the surface, you know, uh, especially yeah. us climbing, uh, you know, you need that traction uh, to be able to get off the block. And we were slipping a lot. And I mean, I'm not even, I don't make excuses. I just knew that, um, you know, we when, when I seen Sweaty, because when we looked at the film, man, it was a couple times where if Sweaty don't slip, boy, strip sack. Well, unfortunately, he did slip, and there was no strip sacks. No sacks of Patrick Mahomes. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas Show, Julio, the voice there, of course. Hugh of Brandon Graham talking about the field and saying, you know, a couple times he thought if there wasn't slippage that there would have been a play made. No, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, those guys are fast. Like, they got they got speed balls coming off the corner, like, all the time. But, uh, unfortunately, that was the case, and it didn't work out the way that you wanted it to. Yeah, it didn't. And today we rehash, relive, and, and really try to exercise the demons one last time of Super Bowl 57 before we look forward to this 2023 team. And joining us right now, a guy who, I'm, you know, I wonder, I'm not sure if he's rewatched it since. He lived it. He lived it right there and called it for us on WIP. The voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, Merrill. joining us right now. Merrill, how are you? I'm well. I'm away on vacation, but when you guys call, I'm here. We appreciate that, Merrill. So, so Merrill, what do you remember about that Super Bowl game? Well, I, I, I will always remember this as a game where the Eagles really were the better team that day. I, I believe that. Uh, I think it boiled down to two plays, to be honest with you. And I, I know the frustration that people feel about the field. I know the frustration they feel about the, the holding penalty or the, the, the call they thought should have been made at the end of the game. To me, there were two plays that changed the game. And without those two plays, the Eagles would have won. Uh, one, and, and first of all, you know I'm the biggest Jalen Hurts fan in the world, and I thought that he outplayed Mahomes that day. But the scoop and score changed everything. It resulted in seven points for the Chiefs, and the Eagles lost by three. And the other play that changed the game was the 65-yard punt return in the fourth quarter. That really sealed it. Well, it did, Merrill. Those were two plays. And then basically instant offense for the Chiefs, right? One was a touchdown, and one just you know basically became a touchdown the next play because they were so close to the end zone. Merrill, I'm curious as you think back, and I'm not sure if he'll admit it, if he'll be asked about it, but I, I wonder about two Nick Sirianni decisions that I think were a little bit opposite of what we got used to with him, which is super aggression. Merrill, the two I'm talking about were kicking the field goal late in the third quarter on a third and six on the 15 instead of trying to get the touchdown. And the other one was the decision to punt, the fourth and two in the fourth quarter, to give it back to Mahomes. Obviously, he didn't know the punt return was going to happen. But of those two, Merrill, did you wonder about either of them as they happen? And if you could go back now, would you change it? Would you go for the field goal versus the touchdown? Would you go for the touchdown and 
the punt. What did you think about those two decisions by Nick during the game? I thought they were the right calls at that time. But then you've got to remember that I am the person who was all against going for it in fourth and one or fourth and one and a half at the end of the first half of the Super Bowl 52. And I said, they've got to take the three points here. They're down there. They've got to take the three points. and They're going to be kicking off to New England to begin the second half. And, of course, we had the Philly special, which will be memorialized by the statue, the greatest play in the Eagles history. And that's why when that occurred, Mike said to me, Merrill, that's why you're up here and Doug is down there. <laughs> but uh, I didn't think that was the right decision, but it was sure the greatest outcome ever. I had no problem with, with taking the three points and playing it a little conservative at the end. Mayor, how impressed were you were how impressed are you with the maturation that Jalen Hurts showed from the beginning of the year to the end of the year? Hugh, it did not surprise me. I have been in his corner from the time I watched him at Alabama and Oklahoma. I, I loved what I saw then. I loved his development. I think he when people were saying to the Eagles have a franchise quarterback, I was saying the Eagles do have a franchise quarterback. And just to watch this guy develop is a thrill. And I'll tell you something else. He hasn't hit his ceiling yet. He's going to be even better. He is one of the top. Maybe he could become the top quarterback in the NFL uh, within the next couple of seasons. Merrill, you had a chance to sit there and, and obviously call and watch maybe the greatest performance in Eagles history, Nick Foles in Super Bowl 52. And, and I rewatched the game last night, the Super Bowl 57 game, Merrill. And I know they lost. And obviously the fumble was, was a big part of that. But I think Jalen Hurts' performance was was almost just as good. I mean, it was it was um, he had four or five plays in that game, Merrill. That just I was like, wow! Again, watching and the two point conversion. I'm not sure, Merrill, if 90 percent of the running backs in the NFL get in on that play, let alone a quarterback. His performance in that game is it up there for you with any you've watched any quarterback play over the years? Absolutely. Uh, believe it or not. There's only one half of football that I saw where I consider it the best quarterback performance I ever saw uh, in a, by, by any Eagle and probably right up there with anybody. And that, believe it or not, occurred on December 19, 2010. So we're going back a ways where the Eagles were getting killed at the Meadowlands by the Giants. They were so bad, but I think I said the score at halftime is the Giants 23, the Eagles are still back at the hotel. <laughs> And from that second half on, I don't know if you remember it or if you've seen it, Michael Vick conducted an orchestra. Michael Vick put together a symphony. He absolutely, totally took control of a game. That was the best 30 minutes I've ever seen. Well, it, well I, Merrill, I, of course. I mean, that was as good. The, the Vic performance against the Giants was as good as anything. Foles, and then, of course, of course, Jalen Hurts. Merrill, let's talk about the field itself and what happened that night in Super Bowl 57 out in Glendale. How long into the game? Was it early? Was it warm? When did you realize that the field was slippery? And, and, and how much did you kind of realize it as the game was going on? Did it hit you like guys are slipping around? Talk to us about what you felt watching the field and watching the players on that field. Well, I didn't think at all about it before the game. Uh, I never imagined that the NFL would put the, would have them play on a field that that was that poor. And uh, in the first half, it became evident, evident, as you heard Brandon Graham say, that they were not getting the traction. Uh, Hassan Reddick, who had been amazing all year, you could see him struggling. Graham, the speed rushers. Uh, I just, to this day, cannot understand how the NFL would allow a field like that to be that way on Super Bowl Sunday. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Merrill Reese joining us here on the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Julius. We talk about Super Bowl 57 and Merrill's memories of the game themse- of the game itself. Um, Merrill, the holding call on Bradbury, it, it was in the moment, like for me watching it, I'm, I'm sure you calling it, like there was that realization that that means the game is over. Like once I realized, okay, time, timeouts, they're not really going to have a chance. It, I just, Merrill, I feel robbed. I'm not sure how you feel. And I know there was... A hold there, right? It wasn't like a, a nonsense call. Maybe they shouldn't have called it, but there was a hold there. But I just feel robbed that that's how the game ended because I just wanted to see Jalen get the ball one last time. I would too. I feel frustrated. I felt frustrated at the time, but it was holding. It was holding. You could say, well, they didn't make those calls earlier in the game. Fine. But it was still holding. And no matter what you want to say, James Bradbury, to his credit, showed his character by saying after the game, I held. I knew I took a chance, and I got caught. He said it. It was holding. We can be frustrated. We can hate the fact that it was called at that point, but we can't say we were cheated. We can't say they, it was a phantom call. It was a legitimate call. You know, Merrill, today was the day that we were, we were putting this to rest, so I, I want to kind of move forward a little bit. And how, how excited are you for this Eagles revamp defense and the fourth year of Jalen Hurst that's coming up. We're going to camp in a couple of weeks. Mayor, how excited are you? Hugh, I couldn't be more excited. This is the best team in the NFC. There's no doubt in my mind. This is the best team in the NFC. But I always warn people, and I warn them that a, t- a season can swing on injuries. I mean, you talk about the game in Dallas on December, and people put the W's and L's on their, on their schedules as soon as they come out. We don't know who's going to be healthy in December. You can take a team that is potentially 14-3, and and if you have the wrong three injuries at the wrong time during the season, that team could be, who knows, they could be, they could be you know, 10-7. and You just don't know. Or they could be, they could be 9-8. and You don't know. So on paper, they're a great team. They've got the coaching, they've got the players, they've got the quarterback, they've got the desire, they have everything you need, but you have to hope that they stay healthy. Well, that is the hope, and if they do, it's going to be a fun year, Merrill. We're excited for it. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thanks so much for a few minutes, and uh, we'll see you at camp in a few weeks, Merrill. Have a good one, Merrill. It's always a a pleasure to speak with you guys, and I enjoy listening to you every day. 